Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good morning. It is 17 minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And we have a very special guest in studio. You know, I get asked all the time, Casey, is there anybody in politics you like? And there are a handful. And a campaign that uh, taught me a lot about who the Indiana Republican Party is Mm -hmm. and how the things work. And uh, just a great guy, former congressman, running for Congress again now in the 3rd Congressional District, Marlon Stutzman. Hello. Kendall, great to be with you, actually, in studio for once. Yeah, it's so – do you ever sit back – and I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I said – you should be a senator right now, like a U.S. senator. Think about the damage you could be doing in Washington, D.C., and how much better all of our lives would be if we had you in there instead of Todd Young. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, the damage is being done to us yeah, rather than to Washington. So yeah. that's why I'm running again, because it's only gotten worse since we worked together back in 2016. Hey, Marlon, uh, you and I have something in common. We both work with Rob Kendall. <laughs> Are you in the the support group, too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Recovery. Yeah, the recovery group. Uh, So uh, tell me, this isn't about you. This is about him. What was it like for you to work with him? Uh, You know what? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know that question was You know if he starts with, you know what? (laughs) Kendall said there were no trap questions, but uh, he didn't say Casey. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I like how he's not answering that. It's okay. We'll keep it friendly. No, we had a great time. I mean, really, 2016 was such a, I mean, it was a fun cycle because the presidential primary got to Indiana with uh, Trump and Cruz and yeah. Rubio is still kind of you know out there. And then, uh, of course, we were just trying to shake the trees as much as we could to get the Stutzman name out there. But uh, Mitch McConnell stepped yeah. in front of that. Mitch McConnell spent, it was something like $3 million against Marlon. Eight. Yeah, it was not, an eight? Nothing, oh, I was not, totally not, underscored that. that. Wow. Counting. No, uh, I, you know. Okay, so let's talk. You're running again. Obviously, you went and you were a farmer by trade, yeah. and you went back to being a farmer, and you guys purchased a like a dinner theater type of thing for a while. And then why did you decide to run again for Congress all these years later? Well, well first of all, you know, you go from being a farmer, truck driver, politician, then a restaurateur. <laughs> I don't know what God really is trying to do to me, but, but no, you know, um, it, it's been eight years and I've been back in the private sector, back in business. You know, we still have our farm. Our family's been very, very fortunate. We, we get to work together. That's one of the things that I count as a, as a blessing. But, um, you know, we did buy a dinner theater in February of 2020, uh, right before yeah. Chinese virus. Talk about a bad business move, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what my wife tells me. And, um, <clears throat> But uh, anyway, uh, but it, I tell you what, it's been the the lessons and the experiences that I'm having are are really valuable um, because first of all, I know how hard people work in restaurants. Yeah, I know how hard people work in the theater. I know how hard people work just to make it. You know, from week to week, they're raising their families, and life's hard. And uh, and so you know, being in that particular industry through COVID, 
through inflation, through labor shortages, all of that, and then government just continually. We saw it every time, Kendall. Every time the uh, the state came out with a new yeah. regulation, we just saw the uh, the traffic just decline. Now, Casey is from your neck of the woods, mm-hmm. and so I'm sure she has some just very, very tough questions for you. Are you ta- You're talking about Amish Acres in yes. Napanee. Yes, yeah, it is there. the old Amish Acres property. Yeah. We now call it the Barns at Napanee. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful property. You know, the, the barns have been there since at least 87, but they're old. They're 100-year-old barns. There's a round barn there, which is mm-hmm. the theater. And, round barn uh, theater. It, it, yeah. Have exactly. you been there? Well, you know how you like to poke fun at me many times because I hosted a lifestyle show yes. years ago. I did many, many segments. Are from you saying Amish that Havers. I, Rob Kendall, uh-huh. would poke fun at you, Casey Daniels, because you spent <laughs> seven hours a day on your hair and makeup uh-huh. for a thirty-minute uh, television? Hit. Yeah. But Marlon, uh, you mentioned that you know you were a farmer, a truck driver, a restaurant theater owner. All of these things to me have an element of service. Yeah. To them, service towards others. So what sort of thing in that area do you want to bring to people in the third district? It's looking out for the American people. You know, I, I did serve in Washington for six years. And what I found there are there's too many people from top to bottom, bureaucrats, politicians that are out to serve themselves and their cronies. And, um, and I think that's why Donald Trump is so popular, because the American people believe that he's looking out for the average Joe. And that's that's where I came from. I, you know, I, I grew up on a farm. I love farming. Uh, but, you know, I also knew that I wanted to do more. We're in manufacturing. We're in the restaurant business. So it's one of those, we're in those sectors that you just have to get out and get the job done. And uh, and that's the way I look at politics as well. And, and right now, since Washington is so broken, uh, it's going to take people that are willing to go fix it and not get caught up in the traps that Washington has, and and I know those traps. In fact, I, I was booted out of there because I fought those traps. Yeah, and, and I will say this: like it was, it was incredibly interesting to go around. This that is the first time I'd really it had been a while since I had worked on a campaign. It wasn't the first campaign ever that I worked on, but it had been a while. And then certainly the size of the U.S. Senate to see how much the establishment hated Marlin because he was willing, whether it was spending or these other tough issues, to buck the trend. And it made me sad when you lost that U.S. Senate race because it was like, okay, now no, not only do not have you in the Senate, we don't have you in Congress because there's not enough of these people. And you look at the direction of the Republican Party the past eight years since you left Congress, there's there's not many people out there that are willing to, to, to make those hard votes, Marlon. And, and the sad thing, Rob, is that it's just common sense. I mean, I was on the budget committee, and we, the federal government continually spends about a trillion dollars more than what comes in. Yeah. And so where does that go? It goes to the debt. And so it, to me, it's just common sense. And, and that's what I is just lacking so much in Washington is just that, you know, if we would follow the American family and how they handle their budget, how they handle their priorities— we would be in a much better position. Uh, what are you doing down here today? Because the third district, that's like Fort Wayne. You head south a little bit. You are way far away from home. You and Micah Beckwith are doing something today, right? What are you guys doing? That's a that's a gruesome twosome. When when Micah calls, you know, I'm like, yeah. where? Okay, sure. <laughs> well, so yeah, no, I, I'm coming down. You know, meeting with some other friends, um, and uh, Micah calls up and says, hey, I've got an event at Grace College, so we're, I'm going to turn around and uh, head back north after this. <laughs> but uh, any ch- any chance I get to come in and see you, Rob, yeah. I'd like to come in and see you. Marlon, always- I do want to ask you something. Um, 
you know, you had mentioned that you were on the budget committee and there's this new report that came out that said uh, 7.3 million migrants have illegally crossed the southern border, which is a number that's greater than the population of 36 individual states. Yes. And if all of those people got together and founded or formed a new city, it would be the second largest city in America. And if you include all of the gotaways into that as well, Mm. that city would be bigger than New York. But many people in Indiana think, well, this doesn't affect me. This has nothing to do with us. And especially maybe in northern Indiana, in the Fort Wayne area, that this is not something that needs to be addressed. You know, it's unbelievable. In fact, I went down to the border uh, in Yuma, Arizona, a couple of weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and it's a humanitarian crisis. It's not only a crisis for our country, because just like you said, 7 million people, that's larger than the state of Indiana. Correct. I mean, that's a whole new state. And uh, and the fact is that what happens is they come up to the border from wherever. You know, they're coming from China. They're coming from South America. They're coming from the Middle East. And they, uh, they, ironically, they have to pay $250 for a photo ID to get through Mexico. So Mexico's crossing, you know, charging them toll to come across Mexico. They get to the border, they shred all of their documentation, they walk around the end of the uh, the, the, the the Trump wall and they come out and sit on the the, the roadway there where the border patrol patrols and they sit there and wait. Some of them even go ahead and order uh, Uber Eats to bring <laughs> food out to them. And but they don't have any ID on them because they don't want any. They want to walk into the processing center there in Yuma or whichever border town you're in, and that way they get a whole new start in life. We have no idea who these people are. They could make up a, they are, I'm sure, making up a name because they don't want it to be tracked back to wherever and get deported. So it, this is a humanitarian crisis. The other thing is women are being raped at the border as their final payment for being brought to the border. Mm. And so this is this is where people need to go down there and actually see how bad it is because this is not a... Unfortunately, Democrats are making this a political football. It's not a, a, a political football. And uh, also, they're they're shuffling all of the illegals into Texas and Arizona, which tells us that the Democrats want to make this about politics so they can shift those two states to become Democrat states eventually. Marlon Stutzman is our guest. He's running again for Congress in the 3rd Congressional District. There's like 93 people running for Congress against you. <laughs> Indiana, we've got. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of people running for Congress, and you know what? It, it's all okay. I like competition, yeah. and uh, you know, the more the merrier. We've got. We've been out on the campaign trail now for almost a year since Jim Banks announced he's running for the Senate, yeah. and uh, it's it's good. And I think my experience in Congress, my experience in business and the private sector, are really going to bode me well. What's your wife say about it? Because your wife was in the state house for a couple of years, and she saw the cesspool, and she got so mad. She just said, "I got to get out of here before I jump off a tall building." I mean, so what's she say about this? Because you've done this before. She's done this. Aren't you sick of having to deal with other people's crap? Well, but if you remember, Rob, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> but if you remember, she left because it was twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I, I I'm not a theater. I can't run a theater. Gee, I guess we found out whose <laughs> idea was to buy the theater, Casey. <laughs> well, it, really, it made a lot of sense because I like producing food. I wanted to do a farm-to-table yeah. restaurant, and so it was the theater. So we were suckers. Yeah. And uh, But uh, I told her, I said, Christy, I can't do this. 
And I said, one of them's got to go. And uh, and we just really believed that it was important for her to come back home and, and run the theater. And uh, and so she got criticized for it. But you know what? I- I'm glad she did it because we are still in business. Yeah. Those jobs are still there. And we're still uh, you know producing good quality family productions for Hoosiers. Well, man, I-, I hope it goes well for you because you are truly one of the good guys. And there are very few – I mean, people are just falling off their – chairs right now hearing me say something nice about a politician <laughs> but you, you are you're one of the good guys and being around you that year i saw how you took hard stances that politically weren't the right ones to take and i'll never forget this and we'll let marlon go but we're in the car we did something in Greencastle, i think and he's on the phone with mark levin and mark <laughs> levin is just like telling marlon what a great guy he is and i'm sitting right behind marlon in the backseat like he's talking to mark levin <laughs> yeah mark levin says he's great you got that stamp of approval. Yeah. It's all right, huh? Hey, Marlon, yes. people want to know more because it matters. Like yeah. you, you in 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 the northeast portion of the state have the same sway as people in Indiana once, uh, central Indiana once they get to Congress. People want to know more about you and what you're doing with your run for Congress. How can they do that? Yeah, check our website out at gomarlin.com. We're on all the social media platforms. Our district, actually, the third district, comes down all the way down to Winchester, across over by wow. uh, the Ohio line. So it's it comes down into your media market and uh, um, I. We just ask that you know folks reach out. This is an important election. Uh, it's critical because uh, our country we are we are not at a crossroads anymore. We're on the cliff, ready to go over. Yeah. And so uh, that's why important this election is. All right. So just hear me out, and then we'll let you go. All right. Okay. You win this congressional election. <laughs> yes. And then 2028, we could have the Marlon Stutzman Todd Young rematch, and we could set the world right and put it back on its axis, and everything would be whole again. I'm I'm gonna pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I, I think there's a lot to be done in the House. You know, look at Jim Jordan, who's actually supporting our campaign. Yeah, Rand Paul is a, a great friend. He's supporting our campaign. Uh, there's a lot that can be done uh, from the Indiana 3rd District. It's a leadership district. It's a, really a place where you can lead, and that's what I plan to do. All right, Marlon Sutzman, you're the best. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Great to it's, be with you. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.